It's the nine o'clock Bonoboville streamer, and it's a Saturday night, and I'm all alone on the train tonight, and I guess I'm your date and your mate for the next hour and a half. Dr. Susie's not with us tonight, but she will be back next week. And uh, so I'm gonna need some help because I'm not Dr. Susie and I'm not as smart as her and um, I'm not as quick as her, but uh, I wanna welcome you all to FDR Radio, which stands for Fuck da 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 the rich nicely. Don't you be breaking no windows or doing no mob scenes and stealing their precious watches and uh, and all their little gizmos that the rich love. Uh, you know they cost ten million dollars each and don't be doing that. That's not nice. You wouldn't like it if you're somebody stole your. Little, uh, uh, I don't know what they used, your earplugs. Yeah, you know the things you put in your ear? Imagine somebody ran up to you and grabbed your, uh, who makes those? Uh, I don't know, who makes them? Uh, um, I guess somebody makes them. <laughs> but anyway, don't let them uh, do that. Um, so for all of you that are going to be with me, you're going to need to help me. Uh, and I'm going to start in the um, lounge car with a little bit of uh, Mike's uh, hard lemonade. They don't pay me for this. Mike doesn't pay me for this, okay? This is just because once in a while I like to drink it, especially before a tropical storm, um, which we are expecting. Uh, tastes good. So if you're in home, make yourself comfortable. Um, lay back, have, uh, have a sip of something um, or a puff of something. That's legal in California. And um, relax. And we're going to talk about a lot of things. And the first caller that actually I'm going to take uh, is uh, uh, Christopher. And uh, he's going to tell us about his mom's new podcast. I don't know if your mom podcasts, but his does. And so I'm going to say hello, Christopher. Hi. Good evening, Captain Max. I'm really honored that you're holding down the fort tonight for Dr. Block. Before I do talk about the podcast, I want to say, please, everybody, if you are heeding this message... Please listen to the authorities because they are already ordering evacuations of Catalina Island and other locations before the storm arrives. So heed the messages, prepare and be safe. That's all I've got to say to everybody. I hope Dr. Block and everybody is safe as well as you, Captain Max. We are we are locked down in the in the basement of uh, of the ship in the hold. Uh, what is it? The hold of the ship. That, that's where we are. And uh, we have we took the whole train and everything and put it on a big ship, and trying to get away from uh, the the tropical storm, and um, 
and everybody should be safe, uh, as safe as you can be in the new uh, in the new world of uh, of uh, weather. Um, so, what's going on, Chris? Well, as as you so kindly saw, my mother does have now a brand new podcast of her her own on Podbean, which is the uh, podcast company. Um, and it's a thing about the struggles of raising a child with autism, and which is me. That which is you, right? Life with I, you know what? Yeah, I, life I, with autism. Chris, a lot of people don't know that it's you. This is an amazing. Is, this is an amazing fella that we're talking to here. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Ah, thank you. It's okay, Captain Max. You're doing. First of all, you're doing a good job. I think Dr. Block will be very proud of you after she comes back. It's called Life with Autism: Spirit of Grace, which is a which is the podcast name. Uh, my mother's original idea was to make it into a book, but we are talking about the struggles of raising me as an autistic child. And there are things that pe- that most people should hear about. Um, we're just finishing up, setting up the next episode of the podcast. And if they look up on Podbean, Life with Autism, Spirit of Grace on Podbean. And if they can get the Podbean app, which is on uh, at Apple or Google Play Store, they can download the, the Podbean app and sign up or use Google to sign up. And they can look up Life with Autism, Spirit of Grace podcast. We already have the first four episodes up there. Uh, I just finished posting two more last night, which were Joseph Campbell, Following Your Bliss and Autism, and the other one, um, I forget which one that was, but they were two. I worked very hard on that last night. It's really amazing. I mean, everybody should listen to this podcast and I think you would be very, very surprised of the long struggle mom and I had to deal with, especially raising a child with autism, which is me. Wow. Wow. Well, you know, this uh, this wonderful individual that I'm speaking with right now has put him through, through, through college. Now he's going to another university. Uh, he's doing podcasts. And all you lazy bums that have your toe hurts can't do anything. So uh, listen to his voice, listen to his message. Uh, We are, uh, as individual, extraordinary individuals. And uh, and we have uh, extraordinary spirits, if we so wish. And uh, life gives us a lot of gifts. Uh, A lot of the gifts are very, very nice. A lot of the gifts you say, what the fuck you doing, God? What the hell? Be nice. What the hell? <laughs> and That's what my mother always says. What the hell? <laughs> there you go. And uh, <laughs> what the, what, say that again. What the, what he- the hell? Uh, what, what does he know? Is that what he, she says? No, my mother says, what the hell? <laughs> That's how my mother says it now, because she wants to make sure she gets a little, and she sees something like this, she's like, what in, what the hell? Well, anyway. Great, great. She's, um, she's really making sure that this podcast is a message for every family, every person who knows somebody with the spectrum of autism, 
I really, really encourage everyone not only to sign up for Podbean and listen to this wonderful podcast, but to continue to spread the message about Dr. Block and her um, commitment to love and free love and so forth, and to get her back on the social media pages soon because we need her now more than ever in these crisis times we're facing. Let me ask you something, uh, Chris. So autism, you, you study a lot of things. What do you know about it? What, what, what is your feeling? I, I've been reading a lot of different things from uh, air quality to uh, food uh, to chemical, to all kinds of things. What's your take? For those who, as a person with autism, it's like you're having a stroke or something and the only sense you don't have is time and so forth. For those who don't know, um, it's a form of disorder that affects parts of the brain. There are several types of autism on the spectrum. In the old days, they used to have 14 criteria where autism was to be diagnosed as a child. Today, we're seeing a lesser criteria to be diagnosing a child. If they have Asperger's or, in my case, I had infantile autism. Okay, and, and how did that affect you? Because nothing seems to have affected you. You, uh, cer well, you certainly are doing a lot of things I mean, and, and going to school and and uh, you're certainly up there with, uh, with the technology. Uh, and most of all, uh, uh, an extraordinary spirit to to walk on on this earth and uh, through all these gifts that were given by the invisible person in the sky. I I truly appreciate that, and I will say this: um, you asked what was it like. It was um, it's very difficult. It was very difficult at, because my mother didn't know that at the first few months that she tried to get my attention with the Goo Goo Gaga and uh, looking at me and everything. And even my family was trying to get my attention. But there was something very odd, as she said, um, in her pod one of her podcasts that she's done. And she said, uh, I looked like I was born deaf or blind. That she could understand. But she asked her mom, it was my nanny on my mom's side of the family, how is it my son is not paying attention? That's when she heard those words. Look up the word autism in the dictionary. And she did. And what she saw was a negative definition of it. And it just, and she said from that moment forward, she said, I am going to help my son become the man he is. I am not going to put him in no institute. Because the next thing she heard was, Give him to the people who know what to do with him. And that says, um, that said to her, something inside her just clicked and said, no, I'm going to teach my son how to be the man he is. And so she did. She started singing songs to me. She, she learned from other people about children with autism. Hmm, wow. Well, she's uh, certainly done a good job, uh, and uh, 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 what can I say? I've known you now for a long time, and I see your achievements, and uh, I am uh, totally in awe. And uh, I, I, I'm just dumb, 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a hard time struggling. You, you have broken through all the, uh, uh, or at least gone around or climbed or gone around all the mountains. Um, I hear you, Dr. Captain Max. And by the way, to those who are saying this is boring, let me say this. Once you hear the podcast of my mother, you are going to never look at autism the same way again because she has lived it. She has seen it happen because she has written it down in, in the experience. And this is serious. This is very serious. This Life with Autism Spirit of Grace podcast is the most eye-opening podcast you will ever listen to. And I know and um, as a matter of fact, one moment, as a matter of fact, I am entering the sanctuary. <laughs> hey, I have her with me now. Captain Max, Linda Grace Monaghan, Linda Grace, Captain Max on call in. She's the host of Life with Autism, Spirit of Grace. Hello. Hi, <laughs> Hi Mom. What a kid you brought up. Wow, what a kid. What, what a mom. <laughs> what a wonderful job you did. We're just talking about your new podcast. And, uh, I, you know, I've known your son now for quite a while. And uh, I'm in awe. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, there are so many kids that face challenges, very s silly challenges. Uh, this, this young man here has faced challenges that most of us never dreamed of. And... Uh, I want to thank you for bringing this kid uh, to the world and, uh, and uh, also for you to share uh, the struggles and the joys of, uh, of bringing up a young uh, man with autism. Um, so we t we're telling everybody to come listen to your, your, uh, your podcast. Chris, what time is it? And uh, let, let, give me all of that information again so that people um. can... <laughs> And our mother can handle that one. Well, it's recorded, but it's on Podbean, and it's already recorded. We don't have a time for live shows, but one, if we ever do one, we'll have a live broadcast one day. But these are just stories for right now. Okay. So what that means is, is you can listen to this if you're a, a mom with struggles of any kind. Uh, you can listen to this to uplift your soul and your spirit and you can listen to it uh, 24 hours a day I presume right Chris it's uh, it's on Podbean that so. is correct yeah that is correct right. believe it or not again podbean.com or podbean on Apple or the Google store download it and look up again life with autism spirit of race <laughs> y'all y'all do that now and uh uh, and uh, listen to the little miracles of life uh, that are not uh, God's miracles, uh, they're mom's miracles. And uh, we are the people, we are the little gods running around not knowing what to do, but we also create miracles. Uh, we also change the world. Um, so thank you both. Uh, and everybody, uh, we're going to put this in the uh, chat room, I guess. Can we do that? How does that, how does that work? <laughs> that sounds good. We can look it up on Pod, look up Podbean. 
okay. life with autism spirit of grace and i will say once more good luck to you and good luck to everybody please be safe because this is a very serious historic event so take care now okay guys we, we sure will goodbye mom thank you so much for the kid Bye. and uh we're, we'll, <laughs> we'll be listening to you soon and now i'm gonna go talk to marty is marty around what's going on with marty here marty marty where are you marty oh there's amy hi amy hey marty i mean hey uh, <laughs> max hey Ma- i'm max on, you're marty okay i don't know what you're drinking but uh <laughs> i'm drinking mike's lemonade and uh smoking a joint and uh, that's legal here in california so What's you up? know what they say, the second that you light a cigarette, the train comes. The second that you called on me, I was blazing a bowl. So a uh, there, there you go, you see. And uh, the minute uh, we start to eat, a client calls. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, Marty, uh, talk to me. You had, I was, uh, you know what, thank you for having sympathy for, you know, we grew up in an era where people with autism were vilified and looked on as you know, in a very dark way and thrown to the side of society. So thank you for shedding light on that. But um, seems like Dr. Susie was vilified a little bit recently too, which is interesting. Um, you know, we, we tend to think of societies being so forward, but we have to remember right now in Eastern Europe, they're writing about stuff that we kind of took care of in our society in the 1950s, social issues, sexual issues, issues of repression and societal openness and so forth. And, accepting people for their preferences yada yada we don't really argue about that in this country anymore but in the large parts of the world it's argued about so we we have to remember that in some parts of this country as well people are very kind of uh i don't want to say backward or maybe traditional uh maybe that's too not being too nice but you know not not quite as modern as uh as the rest of the world is well you know america to me uh, i came to this country as a little boy uh, I was seven years old. I was very excited. Uh, mm. This was the new world. America uh, was the supreme ruler of the world at that point there. Um, and I came here with great dreams and um, a great soul. And I thought, this is America. This is what I heard. This is what they told me. Uh, I remember that the soldiers used to give me chocolate. They had chocolate. And uh, the land of milk and honey, the city on the shining hill but now we are sort of in a dark age oh that that shining city on a hill has been gone for decades and decades yeah if you ask most people they have a very kind of like um they almost have that vision this white 1950s if you ask people all over the world what america looks like they think it looks like yes. you know some 1970s uh hollywood version of what america looks like they have no idea that America looks something like a cross between Europe and the third world at the moment. At the moment, that's what it looks like. Um, For me, uh, the change, and this is a worldwide change, and I guess people never learn about dictatorships. Uh, You know, there's two fellas that uh, I'm sort of close to because my father worked for American intelligence. One was a guy's name who was uh, was Hitler, and... uh, uh, you have to look at the history that uh, is history uh, and you know I have these people go oh no none of that happened and I yeah right and then uh, we got the other guy uh, who comes from my country Mussolini and uh, uh, you know I thought you were gonna say Trump 
<laughs> that's the third country. <laughs> it's now the third country. Um, uh, Mussolini, who uh, ended up at, uh, at a, uh, I don't know if it was a Chevron gas station or an Italian gas station, but he, he was uh, hanging out uh, there, uh, uh, head down and feet up. And um, uh, so dictatorships are, um, uh, they're, they're the dark, uh, they're not angels, they're not Satan, they're sick individuals who want to manipulate and are only concerned uh, with themselves. We're too smart for that, but we're not too smart for oligarchies. We're not too smart for autocrats. We're not too smart to be the frog that's boiling slowly in the water. We're too smart to have our heads chopped off, but to be the boy, like we have been ever since Vietnam, ever since having that terrible militaristic foreign policy that's, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that's defined us since that era and, uh, you know, fighting for, for natural resources instead of human dignity and rights, you know, ever since then we've been doing this group think in America and it's just been, it's been poisonous. You know, um, I often say on the show, and you can think about this for a second, but we are in the company store, okay? No matter where we go, no matter where we turn, no matter what we eat, no matter uh, what we look at, no matter what we listen to. I, I, was a, I, was a, I was a patriot like you, and I was heartbroken. All my friends worked in Intel, all my friends are cops, and they all told me how corrupt it was, and my dreams were broken. Yeah. So, it, you know, I, I, I want to fly my flag like you do, but it's hard It's hard to these days. It's, it's hard to do. You, you still have to, but, but it's difficult to. It's difficult to feel patriotic because we're so divided and, and because uh, the moral compass of this country is, uh, you know, not where it used to be. Well, we, we're divided because they've divided us. That's the only way to conquer us. And uh, we have been divided. We're no different. Uh, if you, how was it that we've gone backwards? We thought that in the 80s we were still repressed, but we were going forward. We had no idea that we would be going backward into, you know, from the 60s into a 1950s type era of repression, social repression. And, oh, my uh, God. You know, what, what does this serve? And as it, it's just, it's a, it's a welfare system for our egos. It serves our egos and nothing else, and it divides us. We need to get back to loving each other. We need to take away all these gender and race lines and really, uh, you know, get, get back to working as a team, which has been lost to this country for, for decades. Listen, people running around dressed as women or wanting to be have always been around. They just had to hide. And now they're in the open, and one of the big problems being in the open is they're being attacked. Not only attacked intellectually, philosophically, but physically. One of our bonobos died after a terrible, terrible attack down at, uh, uh, at the station here in Los Angeles. And to, to treat other humans like that, uh, whether it's because of the color of their skin, because of the panties they wear, because of whatever it, these are other a, human beings it's such a simple word and it's it defines us so much prejudice prejudging and yes. it's it it's really it's such that's that's the real sin you know we talk about all these made-up sins in society from our our puritanical roots things we should and shouldn't do really the number one thing besides of course not kill or not harm another treat yes. others how we want to be treated yes. is not to not to prejudge let go of that false narrative in our minds that we're that we have prejudice because it, and listen it, I'm, I'm not a very religious person 
uh, I, I, I don't know if Jesus existed. I don't. And I, certainly, I have never seen the invisible God, and I know the damage he's done. Uh, but um, um, but a, a lot of the attacks on Susan uh, from from the uh, from from the show on uh, Vice uh, TV are from the religious right. And so I don't understand how these followers of Jesus, these you followers gotta, of God, don't understand what those preachings were. It's, uh, it's like my best friend, uh, he has the same first name as me, one of my best friends, he lives down south. He'll always think that abortion is wrong. I mean, it's so ingrained into him. It's like, if you were brought up in war, and loading guns since you were four years old, you have certain beliefs. And that's how people believe, you know, if they were brought up in this really puritanical, deep Bible belt, like it's it's a hard one to shake. You know, us city guys, yeah, we've been surrounded by this type of free thinking for decades. It's very easy for us to pick up concepts, drop them, you know, yeah. and, um, but but for them, it's it's ingrained and pounded in from an, from very early certain thoughts about what is appropriate certain thoughts about what is evil what is good and um you know as with anyone those those are very hard to shake you know i um, have i have no uh, I'm, I'm an old hippie i'm a i was a anti-government guy i've been prosecuted 23 times all of those things there i'm not against the government i'm not against democracy i'm not against the government i don't believe in, in any theories of I don't believe in it. What I believe is that we have people who take over the government who don't give a shit about everybody else. Because the government itself can't do anything without these people. I, I tell you the truth. I'm throwing my hands up in the air. I'm not pro-government. I'm not anti-government. I'm not pro-police. I used to be them for their service every day. And then I see how they treat black people and kill them. I don't know what to think anymore. I'm really like, I don't know what to think. But... Well, Where that's one of the tactics to, to confuse, to confuse the masses, to divide uh, the people, uh, to call. And of course, Trump came along and then he knew the language of the people of the Deep South. Oh, and it, was, it, was, it was the xenophobia. It was yeah. the Hitler. They took our jobs. They took our jobs. And when you lost your job, it's a very plausible. It's, it's a very easy one to push on someone who's hungry. Right. Who, who's worked hard? It, it unfortunately, it's it's very sticky, as they say. It sticks. Xenophobia is. I mean, look at Hitler. He succeeded, and yeah. great. He killed millions and millions of people. Absolutely. Homosexuals, Jews, people. I mean, you, you look at some of the people that he killed. They look like they're they're, they're like blonde and blue eyed out of a Benetton ad. And there's hundreds of nope. They came from the wrong city. <laughs> no, they got to go to like everyone. Yep. He was very successful in. And, and, and to me, to me, uh, and I'm just a, a little guy, and I'm a, an old guy, so I don't, you know, I don't have the, remember that story they that tell old. you, we, you have a whole lifetime ahead of you. Well, I did have a whole lifetime ahead of me. The only problem was that they didn't tell me how much that whole lifetime was. It's about 12 minutes, maybe, <laughs> in, in real time. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened to my life, but um, I take it very personally. I've uh, lived uh, in different countries. I've uh, traveled around the world, uh, and this is my country. And uh, if, there, if, if there's such a thing as patriots, I'm one of those patriots. And uh, 
I believe. You know, Max, nobody talks about us. I'd interrupt you and step yeah, on your thought. Ahead. My grandmother used to say that she lived into her 90s until she told me when I was a young kid that she had to pass away because she was too depressed at how her kids had treated her. And uh, to this day, I can cry just thinking about it. But yeah. anyway, my thought is she used to always echo what you're saying, which is the time goes so quickly. She made sure, even though I was four years old, to tell me that paradigm, that parable, that concept time goes so quickly like the life just and nobody really talks about that but i've heard about it from my grandmother who, who you know again just there were certain things she drilled into me when i was a little kid and made sure i would understand now that i'm uh you know full-grown man you know what today i'm i'm gonna be 80 years old in november okay and uh i accept i accept my place in 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 my life uh mm-hmm. and sometimes i'll joke about you know i'm getting a ticket to the other side or you know, break on through to the other side and, and that kind of thing. And people go, oh, no, Max, <laughs> don't worry about it. Hey, what do you mean, don't worry about it? I know I got three minutes left. Okay. <laughs> you know what my take on that is? Let me finish that thought first, and I have my take on it. No, no, go ahead. That's my. I, I got. That's what I got left, and, and people are trying to tell me I have a whole lifetime. I got no lifetime. Good. The good is we do cling to life in this country and in this culture in in kind of a good way, and the bad way is we're fucking terror. Sorry to swear, we're terrified of death, and we have no idea how to treat it. It's not like Buddhism where they meditate and eject their consciousness and deal with like death as if it's like. Uh, an actual thing like we don't deal with it in this society and this culture one of those things we don't talk about you know that, I know. That, yep 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 but oh. you know it, it just it brings us back to this we are spiritual creatures having a human experience like we are so much more than this body this body is a vessel for something it's just which we are it's just it's just a suit just like an airplane you can't go up into the sky without a suit to protect you and Absolutely. when we die, we take off the suit and yeah. we, we leave the suit there and the spirit goes somewhere. Now, everybody has different theories about where the spirit goes and so forth. Uh, uh, you know, good place to go is into a bottle of whiskey and uh, mm-hmm. you ferment. For <laughs> and you that's, that's the wonderful thing. Just as, just as much as like wars are reducing these days, hopefully we'll get somebody like Andrew Yang in there who's like going to take care of poverty and give some sort of like... Uh, global income people are talking about the spirit which they didn't talk about a hundred years ago you would have been thought of as maybe being crazy even 50 years ago acknowledging that but now we acknowledge that just as you're talking about the metaphor of a suit outside the body the physical body itself is a suit outside of this spiritual kind of like uh you could call like a body of uh, an invisible metaphysical body of uh I, i guess the Taoists think about the spirit as this kind of like ethereal almost mm-hmm. like you're, you're like cloud-like being you know like we were just gonna disappear in, in, into immortality someday every 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 culture and every religion has a different view on it and of course coming for our, from our judeo-christian standpoint like we just have a very painful view of life death and birth like well you know if you're, uh, if you're a good if you're a good kid and you drink the uh, the blood of jesus and you eat the body of god and jesus uh then you're gonna come back hopefully uh, as another human, or you might come back as a bug. Uh, you never know. And maybe it's better that you come back as a bug, because at least uh, maybe you don't do as much damage as the human race has done 
to the to to ourselves. Uh, you know, I never worry about Mother Earth. Mother Earth would be just fine, uh, but uh, humanity is changing. Anyway, I gotta go. I'm gonna talk to Lance. Uh, uh, with you so yes. much, brother. Speak with you, Captain. Okay, you take care. Take care. Hi, Thanks. Lance. Bye. Hello. Are you there, Lance? Hey, y'all. Hi. Hi, Lance. Hi. So, you know, uh, I, so the whole consciousness thing in God. Uh, absolutely fascinating topic. But we're talking about autism, so I don't know if I should go back to that. Is that right? Whatever you want to talk about. So, I, I'm all by myself right? tonight. I don't have a date except with Amy. I have a date with Amy and Pam and Adriana and Dees and Bert and... I got all kinds of friends. I don't know what they're all doing and, and, at home and, alone. And, and but. fate, and and and, desti and destiny, right? And you destiny. Know, destiny. Yeah, <laughs> and destiny. And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I look at uh, the, uh, the my my friends that I'm dating tonight, and uh, I am so thrilled. I, I'd like, wow, uh, uh, somebody likes a dirty old man you know <laughs> right <laughs> uh, yeah. somebody up there likes me yes right exactly and uh, right. even better you, you, someone you know, down here likes me <laughs> i know right right because you know because this is only temporary you know if they like you up there it's forever right uh, that's what they say yes <laughs> but uh, i haven't met anyone who's come back to tell me the very truth you know like what happened um <laughs> Uh, unless, unless, yeah, maybe they're telling you every day, and we just don't—we're not picking up on it. But, uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, shoot! You're, you're saying, um, oh, you know, you know who you sound like? There's a guy, RJSQ. He's really good, man. There's so many people that I actually like. A lot of people, Tom Hartman and others, that I kind of started getting into like a deep dive after the pandemic on the left, and he's just, oh my God, so harem. But RJSQ, he he really interviews like. Uh, Hedges, Chris Hedges, a lot. Anyway, you sound like him, and he's just great. So you know, a lot of uh, a lot of these podcasts, and it's always for me. I've been publishing, I, I, I guess, for about fifty years, and uh, everybody else talks to the famous people and the movie stars and the, and this person. I just like people. I just like that. Yeah, talk to regular people who have wonderful stories. Yeah. About, oh, yeah. about oh, their me. lives you know sometimes yeah. weird stories but wonderful stories <laughs> and uh, exactly uh, you know so no, that, that does my I heart mean, good. Uh, so what yeah. do you what do you what um, are you doing Lance what are you up to where where are you from what part of the world are you in and okay well uh, uh, well as far as where I'm from uh, I'm from my mother you know yeah that, wow, but, yeah but I moved right. around a lot but I moved around a lot since then <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah. so I live I'm originally upstate New York that I uh, grew up in Philadelphia and I uh, lived in New York City. So I'm an East Coaster. Once, yeah, you know, an East Coaster. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Susan's from Philly also. Yeah. And oh, you, I'm a Philly boy. I grew up in Philly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm not a Philly boy, but I'm a Jersey boy. And I used to watch oh. I used to watch American Bandstand when I was a kid. And I'd see all these Philly girls in their little bobby socks and and dancing oh, yeah. around and I said to myself one day you're going to grow up and you're going to marry yourself one of those Philly girls <laughs> and you're going to dance through life with them 
And I did. I, I found Susan, a very smart, wonderful, delicious uh, Philly girl who I've been yeah. with 24 hours a day, 24 hours a day, because we work together, we don't go anywhere. And uh, I love her. I fall in love with her, I don't know how many times a day. You know, I'm also Italian, so I fall in love with a lot of girls that I see, but I never. Ah, <laughs> eh? But yeah. I, I never move on my on my fantasies or thoughts. I love my girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just in that last two minutes, of what you just said, I could just tell there's like like major overlap <laughs> in our in our background. I mean, I'm Italian. Are you? I grew up in Philly. Uh -huh. we, we made the exodus to the Jersey Shore every chance we could as kids with our parents, as adults, like young adults, 17 years old, get the hell out of Philly. It's like this mass exodus to the Jersey Shore from right. Atlantic City at Margate down to uh, down to Cape May and Egg Harbor and uh, every place, Wildwood and every place, you know, in between. I did, all, I did all of those things. I, I, well, I, did. I grew up in, uh, in Montclair, New Jersey. And... Uh -huh. uh, in the wait, <laughs> Yogi Bear is from Montclair, ain't he? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Uh -huh. Yes, he is. And uh, I grew up there, and, uh, you know, it was a, a, it was a, a beautiful little village and uh, with the Lackawanna train station. And we used to go down, of course, to Atlantic City and the beaches down there. And, and, uh, the, and, and, and Mon oh, yeah. Montclair had all the... All, all the wasps were on one side of the track, and all the <laughs> all, all the Italians were on the other side. And exactly. <laughs> and uh, I used to hang out with all of them because I looked like an Aryan of some sort. Uh, but uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I, well, I was able to move through all of them. Well, again, why you keep what, what the hell, dude? Do we, do we like live each other's life? Okay, uh, my dad is a wasp. My dad is a Midwestern. My dad is a really? Midwestern wasp. Wow. Armstrong from England, okay? Uh, and my mom, I'm second generation Italian. And in other words, when all the family, my grandparents lived two houses away. And when all the family was there, it was, you know, 99% English. It was all English. But during the day, I was fortunate enough, all my cousins, I lived two doors away from my grandparents. So I caught them on like the day to day life instead of just, the, you know, celebration or, the, well, it was every Sunday for several years with Sunday dinner. Yeah. But I saw them every day with the little shot glass of, 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 of Gallo, you know, Chianti wine, but yeah, yeah. I heard more Italian than I did English because, and of course, it might be like my grandmother with her Italian friends from that generation. So I, so even though we were very Americanized, okay, but it, I was totally immersed in the Italian culture. But then my dad, you know, he tolerated, even enjoyed some Italian food, but it was like meat and potatoes. So my mom had to cook, you know, meat and potatoes. Again, I had like a foot in both worlds, like you're talking about. Crazy. Well, you know, it's uh, it's always good to have a foot a little here, a little there. You know, it's good to be able to move through social circles. It's a it's a it's a it's a wonderful gift to have to be able to uh, to go to Rome and do as the Romans do, go to the south and uh, do it the, as the southern people do, except for shooting black people. Uh, aside yeah. from, aside from that. They've got great food that kills them. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's delicious, I, I must say. Uh, I love Southern food. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's good to understand the world uh, around you. It, uh, uh, it keeps you uh, 
it, it keeps you sane in a way. You know, nowadays everybody's so confused and uh, and yeah. ba basically nothing has changed except the internet has now brought us information that my great grandfather couldn't get in 20 lifetimes. We, I know. We and can, yet, we can get it in one day. Yeah, and yet they're less. They're more ignorant with all the more knowledge than we were when we had less. It's, uh, absolutely, it's crazy. absolutely, yes, because people get... And that's not a cut, it's just true. Yeah, they, they, people get confused. One person says, don't eat this. The other person says, eat this. The, then there's a study that this happened, and then you there's a polls, And then, oh my God, you know? Yeah, you know what, though? Yeah. You know what, though? We had, we had all that, but you know what we had that they didn't? We had a core. Yeah. We had a we had a we had a we had a value system that even if we didn't think about it, even if it was like just in the back of our mind, kind of almost unconscious, but it was there and it grounded us. And so, no matter what crazy, dude, I grew up in the sixties like you. That mm -hmm. was crazy. I mean, with all the pandemic stuff, I was telling people, go back to nineteen sixty-eight. That was one of the craziest years. Now, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a student of American history, but I grew up with only part of it, but 1919. 1919, at the end of World War One was crazy. We had a general strike nationally. It's when all the socialists and all that stuff that became the FDR New Deal program, that mm -hmm. happened from a lot of radical shit 10 years before. It didn't start, it didn't happen instant, you know, it didn't yeah. self-combust automatically. It was from, think about it, that was 1930-ish. That So go back to the late 1919 and the, the so-called, oh, anyway, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I get it, but today people are so confused. They, they, they've got, you know, you used to go to the market and there were three kinds of soap, okay? So that was, that was one kind, actually, to begin with. And then there were three kinds, and then there were ten kinds. And then the, now there's 30 kinds made by the same people, basically, okay? And there you are, like a dummy, going, uh, hello? Well, I yeah, I mean... But you know what, though, comparatively speaking, we uh, were inundated. I mean, us baby boomers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? It's funny because things come full circle. It was like there's gold in them, our diapers, because there was so many of us kids and they had, didn't have pampers really much right, then. It was right. diaper services. And every you know time we've like now there's gold in them our diapers because we you know now sadly luckily ah, i'm 66 okay. i'm not in time but it's like now it's like there's money in that we so we were inundated in other words i know the internet's different there's no question that it's more like it's on steroids and exponential <laughs> yeah, but right. we but we were directly marketed to you know the the propagate in other words in the first 10 years of television when there was a boomers boomer age it was coincided we were directly marketed to with so much crap and so oh, absolutely maple and 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 food and i remember man i could take like you know, I, I want to sound like the old guy in Seinfeld. I could get a Hershey bar for a nickel, but it was true because of the no, because of the sugar embargo yeah. to Cuba, and they were the number one exporters, and everybody else bought their sugar, and we didn't, so everything went crazy. You could buy more junk food for less money than I'm talking about pure sugar. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, but the thing is, we all went home, or at least I did, and I had a good meal. So I had a, there was a balance. I didn't go home to process food from a microwave that was just as bad as the sugar I ate in a different way. You know, you I, know? Read, I was talking about that tonight at the meeting, and you know, I don't I don't care really what people eat. Uh, everybody can drink and eat their own poison, but I grew up with uh, basic staples and uh, very little sugar, 
And, uh, you know, I, 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 I credit that to some extent to my uh, decent good health nowadays that uh, the, I was built with real food versus uh, canned foods and drinking plastic. I mean, drinking plastic out, right. of, out of water yeah, bottles. Yeah. What, what In other words, it? yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, like I, I had a balanced diet. Half of it was junk food and pure sugar, and the other half was really healthy home-cooked meals. So that's about right. it. was balanced that way. But you know what? It's good to eat staples, you know, because, it, but on the other hand, you know, it, it'll give you lots of iron. But if you eat too many staples, it'll just put a, put a, it'll put a hole in your stomach. <laughs> yuck, yuck. Yeah, too many staples and too much plastic will really <laughs> fuck you up let me tell you and there's about 20 pieces of plastic in each bottle of water plastic water a, a plastic <laughs> oh microplastics in yeah. the water itself you yeah. know what's weird yes i talk about a schizophrenic play and this stuff you can look it up because it's like you, you hear a stat you you want to think that when you hear something good about your hometown yay skinny atlas lake and several of the lakes in new york of all states are some of the cleanest in the world. But I literally lived in a county, Onondaga County. We had the cleanest and the dirtiest, most polluted lake in the world. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't like, uh, yeah, okay, Lance, yeah, hyperbole. Look it up, man. Skinny Atlas Lake. Okay, so in New York State, there's only three places. Okay, you know how New York City's famous for its clean water? For yes, the right. Mm -hmm. okay. They get it from the Ashokan Reservoir in to Catskills. They don't have to do anything to the water. It doesn't need to be treated whatsoever. It's just perfectly from its, from its source. Well, there's only two other places in New York. I don't remember. We're in the country, I think. One's in Oregon. But anyway, Skinny Atlas Lake is... We don't have to filter our water either. It's the most pristine water in the world. Um, and uh, because it's spring-fed and it's a pristine town. It's one of these towns that like has no McDonald's and yeah. it's like it's yeah, yeah, one yeah, of these yeah. fancy, fancy schmancy towns, right? Where they literally buy a plot in the next town for their dump. It's like millionaires go there. It's where the Clintons used to vacation once in a while. So it's a fancy schmancy town. But they preserve their thing in the watershed. They won't let cows, they won't let farms like within like 500 yards because the methane or whatever is going to go into Absolutely. the water. Absolutely. And there's no tributaries. So there's nothing upstream that's going to hurt it. Very few tributaries. It's spring fed and deep and clean and figure lakes. Look it up, right? But yeah, so it's weird. And we have several of the cleanest lakes in New York State and just to go off on a tangent, the largest protected park, the largest protected area in the country is the Adirondack Park uh, outside of Alaska. Um, All right. But, um, you know, that, that's a tangent. But, you know, I don't want to sound, you know, haughty or anything. But, you know, New York, and we have plenty of problems in New York. We're the most corrupt state in New York. We have, oh, my God. We well, no, no, right. Rhode Island is right there. Everybody, oh, Rhode Island, uh, Maryland. Yeah, everybody. I know about the Rhode Island Democratic machine. Yeah, it's well. Relevant. Rhode Island. Everybody takes a, ch a, a turn going to prison, from the mayor to the governor. Everybody takes a turn going to prison. They're like little villages where, uh, okay, now your family's in charge. You steal a lot of shit. Now you go to prison for a while. Now it's the next families. But at least it's socialistic. So everybody gets a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I okay. got. I gotta go, Italiano. I gotta go. I'm gonna talk to. Uh, I don't know. There's nobody. Who wants to talk to me? 
Anybody want to talk? Wait, wait, to wait. Though. Yeah, go ahead. One second, though. Sure. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. You talk about Rhode Island? Yes. Okay. okay. You know who Andrew Cuomo is? Just resigned. Yes. Guess who was? Okay, check it out. Yeah. Okay, the the uh, majority leader of the of the assembly, Sheldon Silver, went to jail. His counterpart in the Senate, who was the, uh, the when the Republicans until about five or six or seven years ago, uh, uh, the, the Senate majority leader that was Republican went to jail. So the Senate majority leader and the assemblyman, the the, the the speaker of the assembly in New York State, both went to jail and Cuomo resigned. So don't tell me about being more corrupt in New York. <laughs> and by the way, no, but if you know about New York politics, it's called three men in a room. So not only did they go to jail, but they control every ounce of the budget because of the way that the, uh, the uh, state government structured. It's called three men in a room. They just present a budget and you have to vote up or down. Doesn't matter who's in control right. of, the, of the Senate or the Assembly. So, yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go toe to toe on who's more corrupt, Rhode Island or New York, you know, and hopefully uh, I'll have a Pyrrhic victory by winning. Right. So I'm yeah. <laughs> you win. Uh, I'll talk to you later. You have a nice uh, drink of uh, red wine and uh, uh, a nice uh, evening and uh, Paul, Paul and Aries I'll pull a cello man yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay and I'm going to talk to Dre now uh, is she still there Dre 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 hello Dre hey I'm here hi Dre what's going on Dre hey. oh um, he brought up corruption and you know how I love to talk uh, about Corruption. corruption in the government. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Tell me more. Oh, yeah. So, listen, the, the, the government, first of all, power corrupts, always corrupts, okay? Oh, he, yeah. Here's the, 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 the thing that, that bothers me um, uh, tremendously. When I first started my, uh, my, my first uh, uh, local newspaper after I got out of prison from Rhode Island, um, I, I wrote uh, my my editorial, my publisher's editorial, and uh, I started it in in uh, the the little village of Brentwood, uh, which is next to Bel Air, which is next to Pacific Palisades, which is next to Santa Monica and Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. So these are very rich, wealthy, uh, were uh, and they still are very rich, wealthy, white community. But now they have oh, transit, yeah. so now it's. It's kind of changing, and that's good. And one of the things that I said, listen, I know you're all stealing. you got to be stealing something. Um, <laughs> and I get that. I get it. You know, we all stole, steal, steal a candy bar. We steal this. So, you know, okay. But you're major thieves, okay? And you make millions and billions. Uh, and we had several billionaires that lived in that neighborhood. You don't share it. I mean, you got to right. be... You gotta be a good thief. You gotta be. You can't take all the goodies. You like can't, Robin Hood. You can't steal it all. You know. You're gonna steal shares. Yeah, and that's what the, uh, that's what the, what, that's what the Roman uh, mafia or what they call in Naples scunizzi. These are little thieves that, and you've heard about the thieves, and uh, they work for the mafia and they break into cars and stuff mm. like that. But the mafia takes care of them and their family. Oh yeah. Okay. They're the little workers. Yeah, these are these are the little workers. You gotta be nice to them. Mm-hmm. You know. Treat uh, them right. Yeah. So I, <laughs> anyway, uh, the rich should uh, learn uh, that uh, you know I know that the thieves are never gonna leave uh, Dre. 
Uh, it's it's um, it's too tempting, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're never gonna leave, but they should get some manners, some <laughs> some education. They should give back to 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 the to the village to to the people that uh, they've actually stolen from and, and the people that have made the money for them, you know. Uh, yeah, so, be a type of Robin Hood. Yes, it's better to be a Robin Hood than ju just a, 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 a person who just... Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, and I truly believe in that. And, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm very realistic. I, I grew up in a very, very corrupt little... I didn't grow up there, but I, I spent several years there in a very, very corrupt, beautiful little village called San Felice Circeo in, in Italy. And there too, like Rhode Island, everybody kind of takes a turn going to jail. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, so I was sitting one morning drinking coffee with the Marischallo, who's the chief of police, the priest. It's a village. There's 3,200 people there, and uh, and the chief of police. He's sitting there, and he's complaining because on top of the mountain, are some of the richest folks uh, in Italy who live there. And he was complaining a little bit, just like we're complaining about these kids who were breaking into these stores. He was complaining about these kids who break into these villas and steal television sets. It's disgusting, he says. And a little old, <laughs> a little old woman in black who had lost her husband, I think, 40 years ago, and she was still in black. She says, Marishallo, what are you talking about? Your family is the biggest thieves there were in this village. <laughs> and everybody just looked at the Marishallo and he lowered his head. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, corruption, mm -hmm. corruption is everywhere. Money corrupts, power corrupts. Uh, and you have to be sort of kind of an angel Absolutely. not to be corrupted. You have to have a clean spirit and a clean soul. and. Uh, uh, and there's very few people uh, with with that, uh, but I understand. Yes, it's, it's yeah. Even when you, yeah, it's very hard. And, and and you know, and if you're really honest, and you know, you, you can't make a lot of money being honest. You know, you can't say, "Hey, look, I I, I just came up with this new candy here. It's delicious, and it's does this and does that." But you have to tell also that you put the poison in here. Okay. Yeah. Because if yeah, you don't, exactly. then you have the success, but then you have this massive disaster around this little candy bar. So exactly, you still gotta watch the health and yeah, you gotta you gotta the uh, well-being of your people that you're selling to. Yeah, because eventually, mm -hmm. any culture, any society, without taking care of its people, which is the part of mm -hmm. what. Uh, it's supposed to be happening uh, because it's all with our tax money, uh, mainly yeah. in not the richest tax money, but our tax money, and mm -hmm. to 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 make to the well-being of the individual and and the family and and the, and the kid. You know, here in the oh, the child, the child. You got to protect the child, the child. No problem, but you can burn them in Vietnam. You can drop mm. napalm on them. Uh, and nobody says anything. Well, they're communists. <laughs> well, they're little kids. There are still people. Yeah, and and uh, among uh, and there's still people. 
So anyway, yeah, corruption. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm a firm believer. Uh, actually, there's another story that my great grandfather used to tell me about their family, and they were very rich, and they were you used to travel around in coaches uh, with coachmen and you know, and horsemen, and they would go literally from kingdom to kingdom or country to country, as you might call it today. And as they rode on these coaches, the 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 highwaymen would come. Okay, the highwaymen were thieves. And uh, they would come up and... Oh, the pirate police. <laughs> yeah, and they would come up and uh, they'd stop you. And uh, they'd say, where are you going? And, uh, you know, the coachman would say, well, we're going to see, do this or do that in the kingdom of and blah, blah, blah. And, mm -hmm. uh, and the highwaymen would look at your coach and they'd say, okay... Uh, that'll be 10,000 lira. I don't know what they used at the time. Um, move on and you'll be protected. Okay? Uh, nothing will happen to you in our territory. And so they would move on. Uh, and then uh, another uh, coach would come along and it's uh, a little farmer. And uh, he would come along and they'd stop him and they'd say, where are you going? And uh, the, uh, the, the little farmer would say, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking these pumpkins uh, uh, to market over here at the castle. Uh, and they go, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. So uh, that'll be a 200 lira. <laughs> so it was very fair. And, uh, and, and the little mm -hmm. farmer would go on. And so then my grandfather would say, you know, it was very corrupt in a way, you know. Uh, he says, but today... He says, I pay for insurance, I, I pay for the police, I pay for a car, I pay for this, I pay for that liability, and I go into McDonald's, there wasn't a McDonald's at the time, it was just a restaurant, a roadhouse, he would say, I go into a road, now I go into a McDonald's or a, a, a restaurant and I come out and the car's gone. <laughs> Paying the police really paid off, huh? Yeah, we, so I had no chance. I, I, where was the highwaymen who watch over my car uh, or watch over my carriage, you know? Uh, so that, that's how corrupt it has gotten. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has got to that's have exactly a... exactly how it is. Yeah, everybody's got to have a piece of your dollar, of your two cents, uh, you know? And, uh, and so the corruption is massive. Yes, absolutely massive. Uh, most of the suppliers of military mm -hmm. equipment, not most, but I want to say I, what I read is like a third or a, a half or some amazing uh, um, um, amount of them don't pay any taxes. None. Oh, yeah. Zero. Okay. Oh. And, yeah, well, and taxes we, are voluntary. Yeah, and we, the people, uh, uh, pay taxes, and and then the 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 military goes out and and buys a, a screw uh, for a tank that costs twelve thousand dollars each one. Okay, oh. which you can get at Home Depot for forty nine cents <laughs> because it's expensive because it's a special screw but 49 cents, you know? And so the military does that all day, 
all night. Nobody says anything. It's okay, you know. It's just money thrown into this this war, and and that's one of the reasons we really can't take care of our of our people, of our, our our citizens who have built the wealth, because we give it all away to this massive military. Okay, and the, the massive military is there to protect us against the, against no one that's attacked us so far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and right. and well, this has been going on for years. And there's the communists, and then there's this guy, and then and then there's the little guy in North Korea. And, you know, we have to spend billions, billions and billions and billions. And even when we do, even when we do, at this point with the technology, uh, you know, and the balance of power, the only thing we can do is annihilate. Annihilate? Is that a word? Annihilate each yeah, other. Annihilate. Yeah, yeah. You bomb us, we bomb you, and the bomba bomba. Here we go. We have a little. And it's all over. Yeah, and it's all over, and the destruction is massive. Just like look what's happening in the Ukraine, and and, and uh, yeah, what to do? What to do is uh, I hear a lot of people. I don't get involved in politics. Let me tell you something. If you don't get involved, pretty soon you won't be able to get involved. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Okay, you're going to be living in little houses. You're not going to be able to... Today, today, in, in censorship, when I was on regular over-the-air radio, there were seven deadly words. Seven. Seven. Okay? Oh, and you couldn't say it. was like, fuck, shit, whatever they oh. were. Okay, you could <laughs> not say that on the air. Even though everybody takes a shit, you couldn't talk about it. Now... <laughs> Now, there are thousands of words that you can't say that the capitalists don't want you to talk about. Oh, wow. You know? So, oh, yeah. Everybody's so sensitive. Yeah, everybody's so sensitive. Like, and everybody's so offended. And every, mm -hmm. what, what are you talking about? You know? Uh, people who like to dress up as women have been there forever. Uh, women that like to dress up as men have been there forever. People that have fantasies. Now they want to put people in prison for fantasies. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, I had a thought that I was going to jump my dog. Well, yeah, that's not nice. But uh, you know what? Don't jump them. <laughs> but I can't yeah. arrest you for the fantasy unless you do it. Right? Mm -hmm. Now it's like, oh, my God, he thought about that. Wait till they implant chips in everyone. Then they're going to have every thought that you, so you're going to be at the grocery line, and there's going to be somebody there says, you step over here, you step over here. Why? Because oh, no. I'm hungry. I think I'm going to steal an apple. <laughs> ah, a thief over here. But wait really? a minute, he hasn't oh, stolen the apple yet. <laughs> Let the poor soul yes. steal the apple and have a bite, and and then put him in prison, maybe. Hmm. Right. Right. But then that's that's your right to French, uh, like a. It's your right to forage for. It, to, yeah, and it's your right to think. To it's your right to seek uh, happiness in your life. That's a that's a basic right. If you don't have that right to seek happiness. You got a miserable motherfucking life, full of pain, full of insults. You smell bad. You need this. You 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 have bad breath. You need this toothpaste. 
you have this, you need this. And so you floor cleaner. Yeah, yeah, your floor isn't clean enough. You're like a disaster, and every day they're telling you how fucked up you are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's every commercial, like, yeah. Oh, you need to be, you know, you need to wear this makeup, you need to wear this new shirt. Right. And and again, they don't tell you, for example, that the, uh, what do they call those, the, 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 those pants that women wear now, the tights? Yeah. What tights? Uh, what are the yoga tights? What are they called? Yeah, yeah, yoga pants. Yeah. Well, they just did a study on these yoga pants, and it looks like they're right in the center of the crotch where it goes against your beautiful little vagina. Okay? <laughs> there are forever chemicals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forever chemicals that your, your body is absorbing as you're yeah. doing your exercises. Hello? You know? I said, isn't that fucked up? That's so wild. Yeah, that's like fucked up, man. That's malicious thing. Yeah, in a little town, in a little town, I forget where, somewhere in the south, there are 12,000 closed oil wells, but not capped. So they have these little pipes that come up through the ground, spewing mm-hmm. all kinds of chemicals. And some poor individual the other day went to have a barbecue, lit the barbecue, and the whole house blew up. Oh, man. Yeah. And those companies are gone. They didn't put any, you know, if you rent a house, you put a deposit down. <laughs> they didn't put any deposit for the damage that they have caused to these communities. And they're gone. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the fires in Hawaii. Like, there was some story, like, the the people of, the, of Hawaii wouldn't give up their land, so... Yeah, sure. They yeah. just came and burned them down, and now they're offering their money, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they'll sell their land now because their houses are burned down on them." Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? Well, that's uh, you know, there's all kind. And that, that nowadays, there's twelve thousand theories for uh, every fart that's t- done. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why did he fart? Well, because he ate potatoes. No, he <laughs> ate this. Oh, no, no, no. The reason the person is farting is because of this. It's the beans. Uh, you know, so there's all kinds of theories. Uh, one theory, though, that we can actually see on video is power lines going down and sparking. Not one. Dozens of them. Dozens like of them. Yeah. Falling down uh, because there's 80 mile an hour winds. Oh, yeah. Okay? And the power lines are going, and I get it, you know, because there's uh, people that need power and they, they have whatever they have. Um, but then we have alien grass over there. Now, there's not only aliens everywhere now, there's alien grass, there's alien fish, there's alien. Th- <laughs> you know, so uh, the world is changing. And uh, and uh, we have to be very, 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 very tolerant of each other because uh, Mother Nature ain't happy. And uh, I think I shouldn't worry about the Chinese or the Russians. I should worry about viruses and bugs. And, and I think the animal kingdom is, is chasing us. <laughs> They're after. And, uh, you know, I'm partially sick today. Uh, a good part of the crew here is sick with virus. Uh, uh, you know, we've got a we've got a, a tropical storm coming. A tr- 
tropical. I'm in California, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, like we don't get storms. What do you mean tropical, tropical storm? What? And we're gonna have 73 mile an hour winds? Uh, okay. I bet you, I bet you something's going down that they all want to inside. Uh, yeah. I, Dre, I don't know anymore. What I do know, I listen to mm -hmm. my soul. I listen to my heart, uh, which doesn't always work too well. And, uh, you know, and uh, I try to live, uh, you know, here in Bonoboville, uh, there's, there's quite a few people, but you can count the cars on four or five fingers. And uh, none of us have to get up every morning and uh, go to the cleaners and pick up our chemical uh, clothes that have just been cleaned and put mm -hmm. them on go to work, absorb it in our sweat, and then, <laughs> no, no, so our footprint for all the people that are here is, uh, I, I'm always blessed to say, pretty low, pretty low, mm -hmm. and uh, so I, uh, I, um, you know, I have children, and yeah, not that I like all of them, but uh, <laughs> I said, I certainly uh, understand that uh, I have now for my grandchildren through the acts of my, my parents, their parents and their parents, uh, and no offense to Neanderthals, uh, were basically Neanderthals that didn't understand any of this. And of course, we didn't have the information that we had. Um, yeah. So at this point, uh, the uh, grandchildren shall inherit uh, I don't know what, but I, I'm not going to be around, so, <laughs> you know, and I, I take blame for what I did, but uh, I'm not going to be around, and uh, that's it. Okay, Dre? All right, thanks, thanks for talking. You take care now, huh? Okay. All right, you too. All right, what time do we have here? Oh, how much more time do we have? 19 minutes. 19 minutes, okay, you have 19 minutes. Uh, if you'd like to talk to me, and uh, oh, let's see what's going on here. Um, Lance is, wants to talk again. Uh, what does Lance want to, want to talk about? Put him on for a second here. Let's see what he wants to talk about. Lance? Oh, you suck a bit. Actually, hey, man, thanks. Can you say your name? I don't have to say, hey, you. You're not Susie. What? I'm sorry. Say that again. No, no. Say your name so I can refer to you personally. Oh, oh my name is Maximilian uh, Lebkovich, oh, yeah. Lebkovich uh Rudolph, uh, Charles. Max is good, though. Uh, Max is good. Right. All right, Matt. All right, Lance. Uh, you know, I got my name because I'm a white guy on a bike. My last name's Armstrong. They didn't know it. So that's how I got my nickname. But anyway... Okay, so what's, what's up, Lance? Tell me. I want to refer to something that's in the chat, okay? And yeah. this is something I was going to kind of do a room about because of this uh, January 6th Proud Boy. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. going to get 30, 33 years in jail. And a lot of honest-to-goodness progressive lefties are like, yeah, right on, man. These people that want to destroy an you know, insurrection, try to overthrow the government, which is, of course, what the Tea Party folks did. You applaud all right. You know what they're doing in Cop City? You know about Cop City in Atlanta? Yes, you? I know all about it. Yep. Mm -hmm. So so I'll just put it very, very bluntly and briefly. Whatever they're doing to the January 6th folks, they're going to get three decades in prison, potentially. 
Be ready for that with Cop City. Because they're going to get the same kind of sentence. Because they're being charged with domestic terrorism. Just like the guys in... Well, it's a similar charge to the people in January 6th. We're all charging each other. We have more investigations investigating the investigations that are investigating the investigations. I know, but I just want to get just a straight up take on you and everybody else. Are you good with the 33 years and like harsh sentences for the January 6th protest? Because if you are, be ready ready to be happy when it happens to the honors to goodness, self-right, I mean, really not self-right, truly righteous people in Cop City, because the same thing's going to happen to them. So be careful what you wish for. Well, let, let me just say this. Uh, uh, I uh, am uh, an old hippie, and uh, uh, I don't like to see anybody in prison. I spent two and a half years in prison for conspiracy to publish obscene material. Did I spend too much time in prison? I sure did. I don't think it called for that. Um, but I did spend time in there, and uh, you can expect uh, that uh, if you have a government over you, whether it's in Russia, Italy, Holland, uh, or wherever, if you try to overthrow them, uh, they're not going to be happy, okay? And they're going to throw the book at you. And uh, so I don't know if it's a right uh, sentence a wrong sentence but what the fuck are you doing there okay well here's a question <laughs> if you're gonna overthrow the government and it's true they found because they had all kinds of search warrants yeah. they went back and found out that they had amazingly like a lots and lots of weapons in their hotel room oh yeah they brought legally. okay okay so if you want to overthrow the government and that's your intent but you leave your weapons at home does that make sense well, uh, first of all, if I look at the people who go there, uh, uh, none of it makes sense to me. And also, uh, if uh, you're really a revolutionary, uh, you don't use those. I am y- right. You don't use those kinds of tactics because what kind of tactics? Uh, where you all march. It's almost like the British. You all march to the White House, and these people, uh, this government. Uh, ultimately has more your little uh, AR what are they AR-15s uh, ain't going to do anything with, with a tank that's just uh, uh, pushing they didn't come with AR-15s there uh, was no weapon I, wait a minute wait a minute no, there were the, no weapons there the, there were weapons they weren't loaded no there wasn't okay all right. that's a lie they left them all in the hotel that's a fact okay. no 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 I'm sorry buddy you know I, Matt I, I saw videos I saw videos what, 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 were those, what were those? Fake videos? Demonstrable, indisputable what, what, facts. What, that, I'm telling you. Of, there was a couple of sidearms. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I saw people with rifles on the video. Were those fakes? They were perhaps they were FBI agents. Hello? No, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. I don't talk to right wingers. I don't talk to right wingers. I don't talk to right wingers. All you have to listen I, I, to is the Capitol Police. No, 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 yes. no, no, no. They said they were duped. They were duped. Nobody was yes. duped. They knew they were coming. They just didn't do their jobs right. And on the, purpose. Yeah, and those dozens of uh, those were not uh, agents of the United States government were sitting there with they AR-15s. 
Okay. No, no. Yo, who had AR-15s at January 6th? I didn't see it. Okay, so... Look okay, at the so videos. Look at the videos. Okay. No, they, there just wasn't... Look, okay. look at the videos. But they didn't use it. They didn't aim them. They didn't... And there was what a, are you doing? What are you doing? Numbnuts. Numbnuts. What are you doing in front no, of the I'm fucking... Not, not they, you. They, not they you. Not you. Not you. Okay. At the hotel. That's fine. That's fine. That's so what they left they behind. So why didn't they bring their weapons with them? Yeah. Well, you're saying that, okay, okay, there was a couple they, of AK-4s, but they didn't bring the whole bunch okay, of weapons listen, with them. They wanted to overthrow the government. I, I, I don't want to argue with you. Uh, well, you know, I don't believe any of that shit. What I do believe in, there were a bunch of nub-nuts who think they could overthrow the government by marching in mass, okay, against the, the, the changing of power under our democracy. I don't stand for that. But, but I don't stand for that. Do I don't shit, stand right? for that. 33 years. I don't stand for that. Years. Darn right. Yeah, are you kidding me? It used to be that really? you get okay. executed. Well, okay. so, so, it used so to be, words, it used to be that you get executed. It used to be you got executed. Okay, again, Max, I'm sorry. There's you don't have to be sorry. You're Do you not, know who Andrew Jackson is? No, yeah. I'm not apologizing. I'm saying I'm sorry, but you're mistaken. You know who Andrew Jackson is? Yeah, Do you yeah. realize that they trashed? I mean, they trashed the White House. They did like they were. They were. They they came with guns too. I don't know if they yeah, shot him in the head. And well, they should go to prison for trashing my property. That's my property. Did you hear what I said? Wait, wait, did you hear wait, what I said? Did you hear what I said? Let's have a little back and forth. Okay. Cut, cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. Jesus. <laughs> a bunch of guys go there with little side weapons. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's agents in between them with the AR-15s. And then they all have bulletproof vests on. And they think they're going to overthrow the government? That's not the way you do it. You do it like Castro did, maybe. <laughs> it's a guerrilla warfare. You're not the British that you march to war and people shoot you down. Anyway, Lance, you have your beliefs. That's fine. Uh, God bless you. Uh, and uh, I have my beliefs. But uh, you don't go trash my house. That's my house. Okay? We have a democracy. You guys are a minority. That's why you can't fucking win elections. You have to cheat all the time. No. Trump didn't win the election. And Hillary lost because of the dirty tricks, by the way. The same dirty tricks that Nixon pulled. But whatever, you don't go trash your own culture. You don't go trash the things that you paid for. You don't show up at the fucking White House with bulletproof vests. What, what are you, going to war? <laughs> Please. Please be kind, be gentle, and uh, you know you don't like the government. Change the government. That's what voting is about. That's what democracy is about. 
You don't have to have violence. You can, but violence begets violence. Don't forget that. Violence begets violence. You go someplace and you try to break in somebody's house, you might get shot, especially nowadays. So you're the dumb one that is running around trying to rob somebody who's got more weapons than you have. And you think you're real smart, don't you? Real smart. And then they give you 33 years. Yeah. It used to be for that treason kind of thing. Used to be the death penalty. So they've gone lightly now. They've changed. We've become more liberal. All right. Anybody? Uh, we're down to the last uh, thing. Anybody want to uh, tell me what really happened, or insult me, or call me names? Or hey, I haven't called all the names. By all means, if you want to talk to me? Talk to me. But don't tell me bullshit stories, okay? They left all their weapons there. Well, I don't know what those weapons were doing there, and they weren't government agents, okay? Uh, so whoever's left, and if you'd like to talk to me, you can talk to me. Uh, can I see some of the comments? Uh, there's a big thing here. Okay, what do we got going? I'm a radical, independent, heterodox, populist. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm a traditionalist. A radical traditionalist. Meaning, I think the kings did a lot of good things. I think they did a lot of bad things. I think our government does a lot of good things. I think it does a lot of bad things. But what I do think is that we need to move forward past this nonsense of calling each other names and making up stories and, and, and trying to find our way in a world that we have been confused by on purpose in order to divide us. We are no different than that poor guy in the cow field growing mushrooms in the cow shit, okay? Actually, we buy the mushrooms from them, I believe. We're no different as human beings who need to have love and care, you know? On the other hand, on the other hand, I am not happy with having people, you know, I, I'll protect your religion, your thoughts, your ideas. I'll protect all of that. But don't step on my grass and don't try and take away my rights. Because I'm going to scream out loud. And I'm going to try and tell, what is this? Did I call you any names, brother? Hey. Nobody called me any names. Doesn't really matter. They just said, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. So, uh, is Purple Pundit, is that uh, Lance? Okay, Lance. You're, you're taking up the whole, the whole thing. And uh, what are you trying to do? You're not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change your mind. So, why don't you go to your room, get some sleep, think it over. Okay? And... Uh, is he the Italian guy? No, Lance is not the Italian guy. Okay, who's the Italian guy? Oh, M Marty was the Italian guy? I don't know, okay, I'm confused. The guy from uh, Philly, who's, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, that was that. 
that was Lance. Yeah. Okay, that was Lance. This is not Lance. No. Okay, this is not Lance, the purple pundit. Who's yes. That's Lance? Okay, uh, Lance, you got your ideas, you talk to your buddies, okay, go out to the rifle range, have some practice, okay? Don't be attacking my house. It's not nice. Okay? I have nothing further to use to say. Okay, let me talk to Marty. Hi, Marty. I gotta go, but let me talk to Marty. Got five minutes. Hi, Marty. I think Marty went to the bathroom. <laughs> Marty's not there. So, okay. Um, so, Marty, he's there. Okay, real quick. Hello, hello. Speak up. Okay, say bye-bye. That's it. I'm not taking any more calls. Um, I just want to say, uh, do you want to save changes on tire? What am I doing here? Can you get rid of this Marty call-in thing? And I want to say goodbye to my dates. I want to say goodbye to Adriana. I want to say goodbye to Pam. I just love Pam. And Dre and Gideon. And I didn't hear from Bert tonight. Uh, and Amy. Uh, uh, Bianca. I think she's an airplane pilot. There's an airplane there. And uh, who else we got here? Wally and Jason and Uva. Uva, Uva and Persia and uh, Stormy and Fahim and uh, uh, you too, Lance. Good luck to you. Uh, don't be marching up to the White House. Remember, that's my house, okay? And your house, so don't trash your own fucking house. And, uh, and this is Bonoboville. We're broadcasting from Bonoboville. And uh, Bonoboville is a community uh, online and on TV of uh, just nice folks, IT people, designers, uh, winers uh, and uh, many under many other wonderful things I have three minutes if you get a chance don't forget to uh, read Susie's book uh, the Bonoble way that tells you a lot about uh, what, we're, what we're doing excuse me I gotta call for a second here. <coughs> oh boy hello hi oh I'm back okay uh, Read her book. Uh, find out about the bonobos. You don't have to become an ape. You are an ape already, so don't even worry about it. Uh, just learn the path to peace, to a more peaceful neighborhood, a more peaceful block, a more peaceful village, and a more peaceful environment for all of us. And learn to share. And if you're religious, by golly, please, please find out what Jesus is, was trying to tell you. Be nice. Take care of people. Hang out with some hookers, you know. Get your feet washed. Pleasure. Find pleasure in your life. Because right now, all they're giving you is pain and hate. 
and hate and pain and pain and hate. And you have to reject that. If you don't reject that, you're going to have a miserable fucking life. One of the reasons that I feel so good at 80, and I might drop dead any minute, of course, but one of the reasons is that I've always tried to find pleasure in my life. And when I say that, a lot of people say, well, Max, you've been in prison, you've been this, you've been... It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. When, when I was in prison, I was put to work in the infirmary. I repainted all 5,000 square feet. And I did it with joy. And I did it with love. So uh, come visit us. Uh, we're over there at uh, drsusanblock.com. And come explore different things and visit Bonoboville. It's a little clunky, hunky, dunky, but uh, it's a free form. Um, and uh, it's uh, uncensored unless you want to talk about violence and killing and, and awful things like that. Otherwise, uh, you can talk away, talk away, talk away. And uh, from uh, our house to your house, um, thank you for having us, uh, having me. Uh, Susan will be back next week. And by the way, Susan, I just adore you. I love you. I miss you. And uh, I'm going to come back there later tonight to get some kisses and hugs and tell you once again, 20 times a day, how much I love you and how much I appreciate you. Just as I love all my little date friends tonight, uh, even the ones that don't agree with me. Um, okay, I gotta go. You'll sleep well, take care, have really nice dreams. You know, an erotic dream or two doesn't hurt. And uh, I'll be dreaming about you. You know who. Take care. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.